Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Being Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. One thing that I think we can be most certain about is that the most constant thing in life is change, right? Change in seasons, change in perhaps even, you know, seasonal events, (laughs) change in places that you live in, change in food restrictions, change in places you want to travel, whatever it is, change is constant. So I kind of have to like toot my horn here and say I'm here to set you guys up for success, especially whatever season of change is upon you next. So I'm trying to be a little more intentional with my guests that come on the show my topics at hand. This next guest we have on today, I mean, my instant twin. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. When we were chatting, I was just like bug-eyed looking at her saying like, I've met my match. I never thought I could meet someone more hyperly active and engaged and excited to experiment with themselves um you know that word biohack right so when we talk about change we often at times want to experiment with ourselves and see how our bodies can perform better on the daily and this next guest dr molly maloof is here super excited She's amazing. I can't even tell you her resume. She's going to have to tell you a little bit of it because she's done nearly everything. But one of the experiences that I do want to share with you is that she is currently the founder and the CEO of Adamo Bioscience. And they are working on a biological, psychological, psychedelic, and technological advanced in solutions to become the foremost scientific company perpetuating the power of love, right? Love. So love of self-care, love of self-love, right? Biohacking, your nutrition, your fitness, all the things, anything that can go well with that. She's also been the founder of Adaptive, um, which launched a consumer health and wellness brand and a supplement company. So all of these things are helping you self-manage your routines, help help manage your own self um, change throughout these seasons. So I'm not going to talk anymore. Also, guys, she is the writer, the author of The Spark Factor, and you guys want to pick that up? You surely will. I've cracked into it. It's 
amazing. We're going to talk all about energy optimization in the show. There are three things that she suggests you should take on and really create as your baseline. And guess what? I agree as well. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome to the show Dr. Molly Maloof. So I have a true, I think every strong female entrepreneur, especially one that is just a powerhouse like yourself, I really like to have you do your introduction to the clients, to the audience. But guys, Dr. Molly Maloof is here on the podcast today. We are going to be talking all things biohacking, specifically to the female um, and so much more. We're going to talk about her book as well. I mean, like mind-blowing, that emoji, right? So Dr. Molly, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to those that may not know you yet. So my name is Dr. Molly Maloof, and I'm originally from Peoria, Illinois, which is in central Illinois, Mm -hmm. and I spent about 10 years in the Bay Area after medical school at the University of Illinois. Um, I kind of did my medical career differently than most doctors. Um, I didn't follow a traditional path. I got my medical license, and then I left my residency, and I I started working with technology companies and, and technology executives and investors and entrepreneurs. And so I just knew that I wanted to practice health optimization instead of just sickness fixing because I saw that 80% of the diseases in the hospital were preventable and I want to understand why. And so that's the last 10 years, I was very fortunate to be able to be a part of a technological revolution in medicine and a, a movement towards health, which is really, I'd say, you know, it started with lifestyle medicine, then integrative medicine, functional medicine. And I think even naturopathic medicine is like where people are going for this kind of care, but there's a lot of personalized health technologies that emerged because people were like, man, I really want to get more information about my body. Why do I have to go to a doctor for that? And so I got to pioneer things like continuous glucose monitoring and wearable technology. And I also taught at Stanford, a course on health span extension, wrote a book called the spark factor and started my own company called Adama bioscience. And we're actually working on developing the next generation sex therapy. So I'm a busy girl. I do a lot of things. I advise a lot of companies. Um, people always ask me like, how do you have the energy of three people? And it's like, I don't really have the energy of three people, but I definitely have a lot more energy than the average person. And I think, you know, you, you, you get what you invest in and what you, what I invested in was health. And mm. the product of investing in your health is you have more capacity and you can actually do more with less time, which is, you know, really a, is really something that I wanted to prove was possible. And, and I'm a living example of that. Um, and yeah, like I am here to help spread this message of what really true, true health is about and also teach people how to prevent and predict disease before it happens so that they can participate in their health and, and really, um, ideally not end up with a lot of these mental illnesses, metabolic diseases that have plagued our parents and grandparents. And to be honest, that some of the children nowadays are starting to develop. Um, I believe, so I assume you and I are kind of around the same age range. And so I feel like we were that, like, that sweet spot in the generation that kind of like gets in that's like not old paradigm but it's not the younger generation and that prevented that prevention I guess you could say like era something 
actually just spurred my attention. I had a great conversation with a couple. We were out to dinner the other night, and they're both in the medical field, and they're, you know, informing that, you know, we do live in a sickness culture. And I knew that all along, but, you know, your energy, like you can see it, the whites of your eyes. So tell us more about that. You wanted to cultivate and really push out there, you know, healing from the root cause. And your book displays that beautifully as well. So kind of jump into that. So, you know, I'm a big believer that, um, you know, a lot of, so I wasn't always as healthy, just so you know, like I, I had to fix my health after ruining it in my twenties and Mm. I ruined it for a variety of reasons. I went and I mostly spent time in front of screens and computers and textbooks for like um, about 10 years. And I also worked in healthcare and I also, you know, so I wasn't exercising enough and I wasn't eating properly and I wasn't, I was using stimulants and I was, um, I was trying my best to like fit into a physical ideal that society had told me was attractive, but inside I was miserable. And so, you know, like I knew something needed to change. I thought I was healthy, but it wasn't until my my late twenties, early thirties when I decided, no, I'm going to commit my life to health. This is a, like, this is a risky move because there's no, there wasn't a clear career path for me to take in medicine for health optimization. And so I just had to go find mentors and people who could teach me what they knew. And I did, I'm very lucky. I found some great doctors in Silicon Valley. And, um, but, you know, I think, so I think just to begin is like, your, your health is a journey you're going to go on. Like, if you're not super healthy right now, and a lot of young people aren't, you know, the first thing you got to think about is like, okay, like, if you have brain fog, if you have gut dysfunction, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not moving your body, if you don't know how to feed yourself, if you live in a polluted environment, it's going to be hard to be healthy. Like those are things that need to change. Like when you're, you basically need to remove all the things that are draining your energy, including toxic people, toxic products. And you need to fill your life with things that build your energy. And like one of my friends was like, well, what is the one thing that you do Molly to be healthy? And I was like, babe, it's not one thing. It's a whole bunch of things that I've done. And it's about accumulating habits over years And so this is the thing I'm trying to teach in this book. It's like, I'm not selling like a five day diet book, like lose five pounds in five days. Uh It's like, those books are out of date. I'm sorry. Like you might lose five, five pounds in five days and then you'll gain it back the next week. So like, I'm not interested in quick fixes. I'm not interested in fad diets. I'm interested in understanding like the physiology of health and physiology of health is rooted in mitochondria. And so you have to understand how energy is made and directed in order to understand how it becomes dysregulated. And almost all diseases that we see today that are preventable, like mental illnesses and metabolic diseases, are rooted in a nervous system that, that's not regulating itself properly and is either leading to a hyperactive response or a hypoactive response, whether it be your weight, whether it be your sexuality, whether it be your mood. It's usually something that's out of balance, right? And when you try to simplify health into an energetic equation, it's really about like thinking about the biggest things that you need to input into the system for it to function properly. And so this book is like a primer on basic optimal health optimization and it's a pretty thick book. So it's like, I tried to make it not too much. And there was still a lot that I did not put in the book that I have to, I, I wrote on some blog posts on my website because I was like, man, this didn't make the book, but it's really important. So, um, 
I do recommend like checking out some of my blog posts. I don't have a ton of blog posts, but um, the ones that are out there are specifically out there because I want people to know that there's like, there's a lot more that I, that I can write about. And I'll probably have to write more, more than one book just to like, you know, <laughs> just to be able to like, feel like I've covered it all, but health is a, health is a journey. And it's about basically building up money in your, in your biological bank. It's ATP, mm. it's energy potential. And when you have more than you need, you feel well-being and you are resilient. And when you don't have enough, you feel broke and often you break. Often you, often like things aren't working in your house. Your alarm system stops stop working and, and like, you know, in your body, infections can break in when you're, when you're, when you don't have enough capacity to meet your demands and your immune system can't mount a response when it needs to, or maybe your immune system is dysregulated because of your gut health. Like if your energy is below where you need it to be, you're a prime target for infection. And you also can't detoxify easily. And so your body just won't function normally. And this is something that I wish somebody would have told me a lot sooner because I was healthy in my teens. And then I got progressively unhealthy in my 20s because all I was doing was studying. And I just, I, I really should have been working out. I should have been eating properly. I should have, I just didn't know. So I wrote this book so that people can like actually get a basic understanding of health from a first principles perspective. Beautiful. Beautiful. And, you know, you go into this energy optimization, right? Yeah. So tell us, you were saying, you know, your friends are saying, like, what do you do? Like, what's the one yeah, thing? Everyone, do? yeah, right. What do you do? Like, what's your magic serum? Um, hello, yeah. it's called creating the baseline, the foundations, right? Yeah. So what are your habits? For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, this morning I woke up. I also just got a really cool... PEMF mat from higher dose. So I've been playing with it lately and I was using my new calm and my higher dose and they both can like activate, like they claim this. Like I need to actually see if this is real. I would like to really like to put an EEG cap on to make sure this is actually true, but they claim that these devices can shift your brainwave states into theta. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to try these two things together and see what happens if I try to go into theta this morning. And I had this like really beautiful dreamlike meditation. And then I, and then I made some coffee. I went to the gym. I had a great workout. I saw some people. I connected with my community. Um, I did weightlifting and some cardio, like 10 minutes of cardio. And then like, you know, mostly weightlifting. So about 50 minutes of weightlifting and 10 minutes of cardio. Rode my bike home. Saw my friend, Sarah, who's in town, um, staying at my place, made some breakfast, showered, and then, um, and then got on this podcast. And so my morning was definitely like filled with so many health optimization, you know, tools in the toolbox. And some days I start really early with work and some days I take like a more leisurely morning, but I'm really trying to create a sense of balance and centeredness and groundedness for this year. And last year I was like, really, really busy all the time. And I was miserable. I was like, I wasn't miserable last year. I would say that it was like, it was like, there were, there was lots of highs and lots of lows last year. There wasn't like state stability. It was like lots of achievement and lots of energy expenditure, but also like lots of intense feelings of overwhelm and fear. And like, you know, a lot of, I accomplished an enormous amount of stuff last year. Like I taught at Stanford, I fundraised, I moved to a new city. I like, I like finished a book, marketed a book, edited, edited a book, recorded a book, like I did, I saw patients, like I work with executives at the fastest growing um, app in, the, in history. Like I, I basically like, I did a lot of really great work last year, but it was at a, it was at a 
it was at an expense, you know, um, of my mental health. And so this year I decided I was going to like create more space in my life for balance and centeredness. And now arguably I don't have kids. So all the moms out there listening, being like, she's full of shit because she doesn't have children. You're right. Like, I'm not talking like I know what it's like to have children, but I do know that, um, I, I think it's really important to like find time in your day for wellness and well-being. And I worked really hard last weekend on a big baby shower for my best, one of my best friends. And um, so like, in some ways I didn't really get a full weekend in cause I was like around, I was like busy the entire weekend. But um, most days I'll start work around nine or 10. So today was like starting work around 11, which is a little later than I normally do. But um, you know, it it's, it's typically like nine ish or 10 usually is when work starts. And like in the early morning, like I'm getting my brain in, in place. I'm getting my, my body like feeling confident. I'm feeling fed with healthy food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to get those things out, you know, meditation, quality sleep, really high quality food and exercise. If you're doing those things, the first thing you do before you do anything else in the day, you're setting yourself up for success for the rest of the day. And that's just a fact. And so some of my some of my days are really packed and busy, and some of my days are a lot less busy. Um, but I just think that like you have to have the baseline stuff. And like normally, I'm really consistent with supplements. I've been a little inconsistent over the last couple of weeks, I'd say, um, which makes me think that my body's telling me the the supplement stack that I'm taking may need to change. Because mm-hmm. usually, if my supplement stack is making me feel really good, I'll consistently take it. And if I if I fall off of it, it's like usually there's something in there. My body's like, maybe you don't need that. So I'm going to redo my supplement stack. Um, and, and then like, yeah, so community sleep, stress, um, movement, including I did stretching, I did weightlifting and I did um, cardio. Uh, and then like meditation. And if you can do any of the biohacking tools that you like, like, you know, these are like the basics of health. And I just think that a lot of people don't get those things right. And then they're trying to do all these other things. Mm. And it's like, focus on the really, be really consistent with these things and see where that takes your health and then start optimizing different ones, right? Like one of my goals this year is like, after I'm traveling for like three weeks, this um, starting next week. But one of my goals is when I get back, like this summer is all about like optimal fitness. Like, I'm in fine shape. Like my, 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 I'm really strong. My VO2 max is fine, but like, I want to get into really good shape this summer. Like that's one of my goals. So you need to set goals for your health. Like, where do you want to go? What do you want to accomplish? And I want to experiment with reverse dieting. I want to experiment with, um, you know, like I've done some bodybuilding, but I want to experiment with more mobility work, um, different types of movement that I haven't tried before. Like you want to constantly be challenging yourself physically and intellectually, to build the brain networks and to build the, um, the sort of neural networks of your brain. And then, um, neurohacking is also a really, really exciting thing that I've gotten into. Um, I've met this amazing scientist. Her name is Lana Morrow and she's absolutely brilliant. And definitely like her technology has actively like changed my brain. Like I feel like it's neurofeedback on steroids. It's one of the most profound, um, technologies I've ever, I've ever found. And so like, I, I'm really interested in this in, in like for my personal health is like hacking my brain and, and really hacking my fitness. But like, I'm at a place where my baseline is really strong. Like I have strong community, strong sleep, good stress management, feeling grounded, take my supplements, eat really healthy. Um, and also occasionally feast. Like I feasted last weekend because I threw a big party and it was amazing. 
And I woke up on Monday and I didn't, I didn't gain any weight, which was amazing. And I ate a ton of food last weekend, <laughs> but I was cooking and cleaning as I was, as I was um, participating in this party. So yeah, I think what my approach to health is, is about being about pro- progressive consistency, but progressively improving little things over time. So like 10 years ago, I was still on stimulants. I was still not, I had still not I, like addressed my underlying sexual trauma. I still um, had a lot of insecurities. I didn't have a lot of self-love. I wasn't in very good shape. I slept really inconsistently. My circadian rhythms were out of whack. And like, I have to say, like, I've done, and my diet was very inconsistent. And so when people ask me, like, what do you do? I'm like, I spent 10 years focusing on progressively improving my health every year. And some years I went backwards, like during COVID, (laughs) 2020. Yeah. I went backwards for sure. I had a concussion and it really, really battered. I mean, it really changed my entire body. And I lived in the Midwest and I was doing my best to stay healthy, but my health took a hit that year. And then the next year I had bounced back. But that's really what health is about, is about your ability to adapt and self-manage in the face of adversity to bounce back when you get hit with a challenge. Um, So yeah, that's quite, quite the monologue I just gave you. No, it's so beautiful. I mean, first of all, I have to say, you are literally like my personality match. Like you're Aww. telling, no, I'm serious. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we could be like the best roommates on earth because yeah. like my husband tells me like, he's like, you are so disciplined. Like I'll like, get up and like I have my whole morning routine, my whole wellness routine and it all goes back to the baseline. And like yeah. I am Like, I'm a no excuses person. And when it comes to like treating your body well, it's literally you have to go into the deep dive, like mentally and physically. And it all starts with the inner work. So when you talk about the biomats, when you talk about the neurohacking, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, tell me more. Because it all goes, you know, hand in hand into play with one another. So, yes, hands down, like your morning routine. That is what literally living is all about, you know, and your nighttime routine, right? Your morning and night routine. I always brush my teeth. I always floss my teeth. I like scrape my tongue most days. Mm-hmm. I wash my face consistently. I always wear sunscreen in the morning. I always wash my face at night. I never go to bed without some some form some form of skin product on your on my skin. Right. So I always like, what's what's your secret of your skin? I'm like, sunscreen. And I don't use that, surprisingly, I don't use that many products, but like, mm-hmm. it's really about inner health, mm-hmm. which manifests in outer health. Totally. And then when I'm happy and I'm joyful, my skin looks better. And when I'm like stressed out and tired, my skin changes, you know, <laughs> like I look different. Like yesterday I was a little drained. And um, so I definitely think that there's something to be said about like the discipline of routines and also realizing like, you know, um, you got to find what works for you and your schedule, you know, and your lifestyle and you, and like your children. And like, you know, fortunately kids eventually go to go to school. So I think like a lot of moms have, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. I have, I definitely have no idea how I'm going to do it, but I feel like you just figure it out. You know, I mean, I, I have so many friends that are moms and they just figure it out. You know, they just make it work. Well, in like, to be honest, you know, that's why you have a partner, Um, you know, I got thrown into three children into my life. I got crash course on parenting and you like literally it's an instinct, right? That you just gravitate towards. And to be honest, 
Like my husband and I have a really good language. I'll just toot this out there and saying like you have to constantly go back to that you and your husband or significant other or whomever you're with. Like you guys are family first and if you guys yes. can't take care of yourself – yeah. then nothing else is going to work because the world are re- literally revolves around, around you guys. Yeah. And, you know, it's and all about... So it lasts beyond the children growing up, you know? Exactly. Totally. And so that an investment. And a lot of people... One of the things I see a lot of people do when they break up is, like, they just haven't invested in their relationship. Mm-mm. And they, like, don't... Put, they don't tend to it like they tend to the children. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, if you don't do that, it will crumble. You know, like relationships do not last if they don't take invest, if you don't invest in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like people, I'm, people I used to know, I just heard someone's name recently and I was like, oh my God, I have not talked to that girl in at least six years. I had no idea where she was in her life. I have no idea where she was living. Like if relationships are not connect, you don't connect with people regularly, like your partner on, a, like my parents, they just always connected with their, with themselves. Like together every night they connected for an hour. And it was like, when we were kids, we just knew we didn't inter- interrupt them during that hour before dinner. Yeah. And that consistency and that that routine, I mean, we go back to this routine thing, but like families, individuals, everybody needs routines. And I sometimes throw them off when I travel, but even when I'm traveling, I still try to maintain a similar routine where I wake up and meditate and exercise and then start my day. I, even if it's like walking around a new city or like going on a run instead of lifting weights, like getting outside first thing in the morning, getting my body energized, getting that oxygen in my breath like in my lungs, um, getting some healthy food in my body, mm-hmm. you know, like it's really, um, it's really about maintaining that consistency and realizing like, yeah, you're, you're going to fall off of it occasionally. I'm going to be traveling to new time zones and new countries, but my intention is to like maintain my consistency no matter where I'm at, you know, and be, and try to be as consistent as I can. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to be at a hotel for part of this trip. Like I'm going to go to the gym when I'm at that hotel. Like, that's because I'm going to have a gym for four days. And so it's like kind of adapting to your environment is really one of the bigger challenges of health, mm-hmm. especially when your routines get broken up. Mm-hmm. But I realize not everybody travels as much as I do, but even if you are a traveler, like you have to figure out what is that going to look like for you, you know? Yeah. Travel, especially going into the summer season. I mean, I travel a lot and I feel like I have pretty much kind of mastered a template for myself um you know especially if you can kind of create this is for everyone out there if you can kind of create that like almost like your kitchen space like whether you have to pack your your powders or your chia seeds oh i always bring my my powders my potions right supplements anything that can keep you mentally the same right yeah um but yeah no that's like that's a a big thing but i do want to jump because you are all about healing from the root cause yeah from the system right and um, from, the, from like the the underlying it's not just about like the physical assaults of our life right like mm. it's not just about like the ch- physical challenges we take the biological things right but it's really about the biopsychosocial model Ooh, and so more. like this model basically presupposes that like your health is not just a matter of your laboratory tests and the food that you eat. It has so much to do with your environment you live in and the social environment that you live in plays a huge role in, in really how your body expresses itself. So like your, your physical body is like your hardware. 
and you have this genetic code that's like the architectural plans of the body but for you to grow and flourish there there has to be signals sent to tell the nucleus to go express these proteins right for this reason and so some of this is naturally ingrained in just the the, the development of human human health but it's very very much influenced by epigenetic epigenetics and so epigenetics is literally like how your environment interacts with your genes to change the way your genes are expressed so your mitochondria are your epigenetic regulators. So they literally are sensing and integrating the environment and determining where does the energy go and what is it gonna be used for and whether you feel safe or whether you feel unsafe. And mm -hmm. so when I started really digging into this, the psycho-spiritual facets of health, I was like, whoa, I have opened up a whole new realm of health because really a lot of mastering really challenging experiences is is not just about having the best mindset but it's about having the best support system around you and like i did not fully completely re realize this was so important until the pandemic and i in a lot of ways like one of my meditation teachers was like i was like man i'm really worried something terrible is coming and the pandemic hit and he was like before the pandemic hit, he was like, well, don't worry, whatever comes, the world's gonna be so much better after. And I was like, I don't know. And during the pandemic, I was like, this is really bad. I'm not happy, but it taught me so many lessons and it taught me so much about, about God and source and spirituality and manifestation. And, and I really feel like I have this complete view of health now. And I can really like interview a person like on Wednesdays or Thursdays, I do these things called discovery sessions with strangers. And it's really like, I give like a discount on my hourly rate. And I basically give people an hour with me and they answer like 20 questions. And I break down their health. And I can literally triangulate like, is this biological? Is this spiritual? Is this psychological? And like the psychological is literally the programming the software of the body. Okay. So we've got the bio biological hardware and then we've got the psychological software. And the fascinating thing about psychology is like, first of all, most doctors are not properly trained in psychology and we should be because so much of the job of a doctor is psychological. Like so much of what people, what you see in medicine is not always like, I mean, oftentimes like the expression of dis-ease is disease, right? Like when people are really unhappy and unwell and have, and by the way, usually it's social injury that is the biggest stressor in people's lives. Usually a breakup, a divorce, um, a family member dying. These are, these can set you off, like losing your job. These things can set a person off into a path of illness very quickly if they don't have a lot of energy, energy capacity to handle the demand of the stress. And what happens is they just they get this thing called mitochondrial allostatic load and it's called mal and it overwhelms the system and the system goes into a survival state. And that's when you start seeing mental illnesses arise when there's like the energy is dysregulated. The person doesn't know what they're doing. They're not grounded in reality. They're not grounded in, in their life and they feel stuck or they feel chaotic. And so I really started integrating the psychological into the physical and that's when I started really getting even bigger, bigger improvements in my patient's health. When I was like, oh, wow, like when I'm really addressing this, like I'm like, whoa, I'm like genuinely getting to a totally different place with these people. Um, but then there was also the spiritual component, right? So like, I don't think enough people realize that the path to healing is a spiritual path. And whether you're healing from 
like a major life event, whether you're healing from loss, whether you're healing from a past pain or trauma that you've never really dealt with, um, you have to have hope for a new life and a different and a different future. And you have to be able to visualize that reality and be able to like make the changes in your life so that you're moving in the direction of a, of a shift in your existence. And really good doctors and really good therapists will be your coat. Like they'll, they'll be on this trip with you and they will hold you up when you want to quit. And that's part of the benefit of working with a professional. And a lot of people like, like I was Zach Bush and I were on stage and I really like Zach Bush a lot, but he made some comments about like how he felt like functional medicine, integrated medicine, like he's just making a lot of complaints about it. And, and he's like no longer practicing. And I was like really kind of surprised when I heard him say that because I think there will always be a world, no matter how intelligent AI gets, no matter how good we get it, like discerning what's going on physically with someone, there's always going to be value in having someone who's on your team, who's like holding you and helping you believe that this future that you want to create for yourself with your health is, can be actualized mm -hmm. because it takes a shift in how you see yourself and your identity to become a healthy person. And like, for example, this woman at my, uh, Right, this baby shower I was at um, last week and I threw. So woman comes and she goes, I'm just not, I'm just never going to be like a fit person. I'm like, I'm not a fitness person. I'm not, a, I don't like to exercise. And I was like, wait, so wait, you just told me you went skiing and like skiing is like, it's hard to even get your gear on skiing. Skiing, skiing's hard. She's like, well, I guess I was technically a, you know, college level skier for two years. I'm like, okay, so you were like a competitive athlete and you're telling me you're not like into fitness but like in the past you did it, but now because you're, you're in a different phase in your life, like that doesn't apply. And I was like, let me tell you a story about me. Like I went and I worked, I went, I worked for a, a luxury travel company and they took me on these athletic, very athletic trips. And I went from being like, I'm not a super athletic person to being like, I'm the fastest person to ice climb up the side of a mountain and on with the, in the group I was in. And like, what happened was they shifted my identity to becoming a, a, a athletic person. So you have to change the way you think about yourself to become someone else. And so there is always a spiritual component to healing that people don't want to always admit, but I really believe is what separates me and my practice from like the vast majority of doctors is like, I'm not afraid to go to go there. Um, and so, yeah, I think like, I think the future is, is like people realizing that, there's so much more to health and biohacking than just wearable day, wearable tech and supplements and, and like weightlifting, you know, there's like so much more to it. Like there our minds are more capable of like so much more than we ever imagined. I mean, you and I could go on and on and on. And I'm telling you guys right now, we're going to have, have to Three have, days. we're going to have to have you come back. Um, I'm in Santa Barbara Oh, I love it. I, and so you need to come out and visit me for I'm sure. I'm wanting to go there. I have a friend who has a farm there and I like need to make it. Oh, trip. yes, please. Um, come visit. We'll like get fitness. You can stay with me. We'll have like the best wellness time Fine. ever. Um, but I do want to ask you one quick question because you're coming back. I've already like, sure. sh I've already like announced Down. that. So one quick question for our audience members, because you're a wealth of knowledge energy optimization, biohacking. I know you're like, have a plethora of things that you do, but sure. what is, what would be the first thing that you would recommend for people to like take on and try for size? 
I mean, I always tell people that your sleep, your gut health, and your food, like these three things, like whatever one is troubling you the most, like I don't know how to feed myself or my gut's all over the place or I sleep like terribly, like optimize that thing because that is going to be, that is going to give you the energy to do fitness. It's going to give you the energy to have resilience to stress. It's going to give you the energy to like go out and make more friends, but you're really doing yourself a disservice if you don't hack those first. And I hacked sleep. The very first things I did was hack my sleep. And then I hacked my nutrition and my gut at the same time. And really it was my gut health and then my nutrition kind of concurrently. But I really think that if you have a, like a ton of inflammation in your body because your gut is dysregulated, which mine was, and if you have a lot of, um, unre- like if you don't, if you don't sleep well, you're just, you're not going to get the benefits of a lot of the things that you're going to try because your body is just operating from most, but you don't sleep. You're going to have high cortisol levels as a baseline. And, you know, I had a call with this woman recently and she's like, I never sleep. I've never been a good sleeper. I'm like, well, tell me when you remember ever having good sleep. And she was like, well, I was a child. And I was like, okay, so like what changed in your childhood that led to you not being able to sleep well? And she was like, well, my sister was really mean to me and abusive. And I was like, okay, so maybe your nervous system has never really felt fully safe at night because of that experience. And like, she's like, whoa, I never really put that together. So there's a lot of subconscious hacking that needs to be done to like shift behavior. So I I don't underestimate the power of hypnosis. If you like really can't get into the habit of doing something you really want to do, like I'm I'm always a big fact, like I'm a big fan of hypnosis, but I think um, start with those, those areas to optimize because they will lead to like so much extra energy downstream, which will make everything else easier. Mm. I will have to literally kind of jump back into my personal wellness routines, especially with the sleep things, because, you know, with the light change and all of those things. So thank you for that reminder. And I'm also going to reach out to you more for brand names so I can share with the audience about um, the, what was it, the PMEF mat that you use? I have a store on my website that's almost finished. And there's a ton of brands that I love there. Um, but like higher dose, use code Dr. Molly. Um, the PEMF mat is awesome. It's probably my new favorite toy for sure. I'm also um, going to be starting a relationship with Sauna Space because they have red light plus sauna. And I'm like convinced that this is going to really like make my skin just totally magical. And like I've got great skin on my face, but I do break out occasionally. Um like on my shoulders. And so I'm working on fixing that. And I think it's a little bit of, a little bit of got dysregulation. I had to take antibiotics last year Mm. once. And so big, not a big fan of those in general. Um, and I would also say like, I love this company super feast, um, for all the women listening, like my favorite supplement probably is deer antler velvet. And I put it in my coffee every day and it increases arousal. And I don't really need extra arousal, but who doesn't like feeling turned on? And so <laughs> super feast. I think my code is Dr. Molly as well. It's either Dr. Molly or Dr. Molly 15. That's like one of those two. Um, so yeah, like I love, I really do have like a biohacking house. Like I have so many, I have an entire elixir station. So I'm going to put on my um, Instagram probably today or tomorrow. I'm going to do a story of my elixir station of like, here's all the things in my elixir station. Um, cause people love it. They like love, love, love the product recommendations. Um, so follow me on Instagram at drmolly.co If you want to keep track of all the names of things that I use. Yes. Um, I'm also like 
very, very much interested in knowing the founders of the companies that I represent. So um, the one, you know, it's really important that like, I don't know, I think my brand is what we aim to do is represent products that we really use ourselves. And that like, we actually really, really like and really, um, really, you know, I just, I like to recommend stuff that I like, and I really use. Um, so yeah, perfect. So everyone can find you at Dr. Molly, Dr. Molly.co.co. And then Instagram is at Dr. Molly.co. And then Twitter and LinkedIn is at Molly Maloof MD. Oh my gosh. Beautiful soul. I can't wait to hang out with you. We're going to have so much fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Guys, I'd love to make it, make a trip to Santa Barbara. Yes, please. You have my number. Guys, guys. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. She will be back on. Don't you fret. So until next time, be well. Go ahead in and tap into your root causes as well. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. I don't work with just any brand out there. I have been honored um, to work with some amazing brands, though. And I do want to share them with you guys because, you guys, they shouldn't be a secret. Am I right? So the first brand that I want to share with you is Wish Garden Herbs. I know you've heard me speak about them once, twice, three times, four times, but I wanted to give you guys 20% off orders of $25 or more using code HONESTKB. Um, What's Wish Garden Herbs anyways? They are ancient remedies for the modern world. They're women-owned and family-run since 1979, And they are the fastest growing liquid herbal extract brand in the U.S. They specialize in formulating radically effective herbal tinctures made from organic, sustainably sourced plants. So I love this Midwest brand as well, just because I'm a Midwest girl. And they have so many natural herbal formulas that'll help boost your immunities. So check them out. Again, that code is HONESTKB for 20% off orders of $25 or more. The other company I really want to toot their horn because I'm loving them, a lot of people, perhaps myself included, are going to start traveling again. And with comes travel comes a little bit of dehydration. And when we're dehydrated, we have more opportunity setting us up for jet lag. Y no bueno. So I want to give you guys 10% off this um, electrolyte mix with the code HONEST. H-O-N-E-S-T. 10% off. It is yours. Electrolyte mix. Guys, they are clean. They are also a women-owned business. I love to support them. Great crew. And last but not least for today, I want to share with you Joy, J-O-I, right? Using code HONESTKB, you can get 10% off. They are the leaders. I truly believe, I'm just going to say this, they are truly the leaders in um, nut milks. They are not filled with any additives. And plus their nut milk, their oat milk is a powder. So you can take it on the go, take it to travel with you wherever you go and just take a little scoop, place it with some water and add it to your favorite bread beverage or drink it alone. So again, that's Honest KB for 10% off. J-O-I. You'll love it.